2: About to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America on air and on the World Wide Web. This is the Rob Carson Show.
1: I believe that we are seeing the beginnings of the woke collapse. That's important to getting the country back. By the way, uh, coming up, I'm going to talk a little bit about this Dylan Volvani uh, Bud Light. Debacle. I didn't think it could get worse after Limerita and Strawberita. I thought there was no way to destroy the brand of any more than Rita or Strawberita. I remember a couple summers ago, we had a neighbor, and we went up to the swimming pool, and uh, we're hanging out there. And this is an adult man in his presumably, like, his late 40s. And he says, hey, you want to... Strawberry, and I said, Hey, uh, no, not unless I'm gonna dump it down the toilet. And I said, Are you in college? And he said, No. And I said, Why are you drinking Strawberita? But anyway, uh, that's beside the point. Uh, uh strawberry, lime I don't know, whatever they had, the gonorrhea, uh, gonorrhea, I think they had gonorrhea, that didn't go over very well. Uh, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but the Dylan Mulvaney thing is it, just, it's just such a stupid, stupid move by a woke. Marketing department, and and this is the cool thing that's starting to happen is that what did I tell you? What did I tell you, like uh, more than a year ago, I, what do you got to do to defeat the woke movement? What do you have to do? What do you have to do? <laughs> say no. There you go. That's all you got to do is say no, because you see, uh, I, I I like to use the expression candy aisle kids. You know, uh, I'm a Gen Xer, right? And and when I was growing up, all of the uh, grocery checkout lines had candy. And if you went through the checkout and you're riding in the basket of the cart and mom's there in front of you and you see a Snicker bar, when I was a kid, I'd say, can I have a Snicker bar? And my mom would say no. And I'd say, I want a Snicker bar. She'd say, uh, you're not getting a Snicker bar, but if you keep down on this road, we're going to have a talk when we get to the car. And that usually meant a swat on the butt. I'm not a big fan of corporal punishment unless it's between two adults in the privacy of their own bedroom. But that said, it worked for me. Now you got a generation of kids, literally, that uh, mom and dad don't know how to say no, uh, and the rest of us, a lot of us, don't know how to say no to these other people's children, uh, throwing a tantrum, like, well, I'm going to be transgender, and if I don't, I'm going to kill myself. Okay, well, you know, uh, No but that's that's it and and so they created this candy aisles where you know you if for parents parents you couldn't take their you know couldn't say no to their children they had to take ca- uh, aisles and make them without candy rather than just telling their kids no and you see that's why i call them candy aisle kids and you know the best way to defeat a candy aisle kid is say no that's what you do and and it's starting to really really uh it's not catching fire it never needed to catch fire it's just people realize that there's nothing they can do to you now. Uh, they used to be able to cancel people. I, mean, I had a friend who was, lost her job. She's out of radio because she had the audacity to suggest that uh, transgendered individuals may have a mental disorder considering that 40% of them are prone to suicide or suicidal thoughts. She got canceled. And a lot of people have been canceled for myriad ways. You know what I'm talking about. And finally, people are beginning to step back and go, you know, that's been ridiculous. How can we do this in a country that has a First Amendment? And we're just tired of it. We're tired of that, too. Also, uh, coming up, Jason Whitlock last night uh, disappeared from Fox News out of nowhere. Uh, you know, I was watching, I, I, I watch Eric Bowling, and then I tape Tucker. And I was watching Tucker and I'm like, whoa, 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 they just went to commercials right in the middle of Jason Whitlock's thought. I was like, what the heck is that about? Well, he was talking about secession. And apparently Fox News was like, oh, you can't talk about secession on the radio. And I, I don't believe in secession, by the way. It's an ugly way to try to settle differences. It never does anything, just kills a bunch of people. But uh, that happened last night. But, uh, and then also, by the way, uh, uh, Brandon Johnson is already saying he's going to drive uh, Chicago into the pits of hell as though it could go further. And, uh, and some new, uh, well, now that, now that the uh, uh, Alvin Bragg-Donald uh, Trump case is uh, not going to have another court appearance until December... And there's a lot of time to, uh, you know, think about other things. And all of this uh, malfeasance of the Biden family is going to be uncovered. They'll try to distract. There'll be another scandal. Don't get me wrong. They'll try to distract. They'll come up with something. Let's hope it's not World War III. But they'll try to come up with something to cover up all of the corruption of the Biden family. And we just need to hang on. If you haven't heard this, this is new from Jim Gossett, just in time
3: for Easter, about the Biden family. Here comes Hunter chasing tail, left behind a money trail, hippity-hoppity prisons on the way. I hope so, but probably not, cause it's the government. His laptop's filled with videos, if it was yours to jail you'd go, but he's protected by the DOJ. Hey, what's in that your basket? Is it crack? He's got nose candy for strippers, he'll put in the family way. And when his baby girl is born, he'll refuse to pay um, Bum bum will sue so she can't take his name Hunter Biden has no shame He lied when he applied to buy a gun He'll hook up with his daddy Joe They'll rake in some Chinese dough For their many crimes they never pay Yep, yep, yep
1: I think we're kind of done with that. Uh, Joe Biden traveled to Ukraine to push petroleum production just three days after Hunter Biden was fired by Burisma after being discharged from the military for smoking crack. This isn't the National Enquirer. This is real life. This is... uh, uh, Do you know why I think the Biden family are corrupt? Uh, Because I'm not stupid. Yeah, yeah. It's just the the, uh, overwhelming evidence, you know, and the media's uh, lack of coverage added together. You're being lied to. So, Joe and Hunter playing golf with a Burisma executive. That happened in 2014 when Hunter joined the board. Three days after Hunter Biden joined the board of directors of Burisma, uh, energy company in Ukraine, Joe Biden went there, went to the country, and pushed for fracking, even though he doesn't believe in it here. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. This is uh, Gateway Pundit, by the way. Joe Biden pushed for Ukraine to frack gas. Be careful with that. During his 2014 vice presidential visit, just days after Son Hunter joined the board of uh, the firm, set to profit from it. Yeah. Uh, the first son joined the the board of uh, the corrupt, uh, 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 allegedly corrupt Ukrainian gas form Burisma. On April 18th, 2014, the company announced in a press release at the time. Three days later, Joe was aboard Air Force Two for an official visit. Oh, Joe Biden, uh, the last day he was the vice president, did a visit to Ukraine, too. You didn't know that, did you? Yeah, that was the last thing he did as the vice president. So, anyway, he was pushing medium and long-term strategies to boost conventional gas productions over there. But he shut it off here when he became the president. I wonder why that is. And also to begin to take advantage of the unconventional gas reserves that are in Ukraine. Hunter landed the gig just two months after he was discharged from the military for using cocaine. And who wouldn't want that? I mean, if you look, if you go to any uh, job site, you know, I don't know what they got. uh, There's a million of them out there. But generally, when you see gas company, they look for people who have been disgraced, uh, crack-smoking prostitute mongers who've been kicked out of the military. It's right there. There was no stopping the uh, Bidens, however. A couple months later, young Biden was on the board of the largest gas company in Ukraine, making $50,000 a month, an exorbitant amount for a board member at any company. And if we had a news media worth its salt that had some journalistic curiosity, that right there would be the story of the century. Classified documents were transported from then-Vice President Joe Biden's safekeeping to the Penn-Biden Center, where they were kept in an unlocked closet and remained accessible to center employees and potentially others. House Oversight Committee Chair James Comer revealed Tuesday after an interview with Biden's former uh, assistant Kathy Chung... Chung who currently uh, who's, who current Biden administration officials appear to blame for the mishandling of Biden's classified documents, you got to blame the little people. Told Comer that Biden's classified documents remained unsecured at the Penn Biden Center for years, remained accessible to her until May of 2022. Meanwhile, what the heck happened to uh to Donald Trump, oh, they did an FBI raid in the morning, and they made it real public, and they chased the lawyers out and everything, and and uh, and they told them to turn the cameras off. Other than that, there's really nothing corrupt about uh, about the DOJ. The story did not begin in November 2022 as presented by President Biden's attorney, Comer said. The uh, then-White House counsel, Dana Remus, tasked Kathy Chung with uh, retrieving those boxes from the Penn Biden Center as early as May of 2022. The New York Post suggested the Chinese Communist Party-linked individuals or entities donated $54 million from 2014 and 2019 to the Penn-Biden Center. That's weird. All that money from China. Huh. The classified documents found at Biden's private office at the center pertain to Iran, U.K., and Ukraine, where the Biden family conducted business deals. Here is... Uh, Jim Comer, or Jim, uh, yeah, Jim Comer, last night on Rob Schmidt's show, talking about Joe Biden's family and all the money that they, uh, I guess, kind of. Um, well, I would. Anybody normally might say that uh, these universities laundered money to the Biden family. I'd never say that. No, no, no. I'd say dry clean.
4: Everybody knows what the Biden family's been doing for the past decade. Now, the media that constantly rushes to Joe Biden's defense will say, "Well, it didn't include Joe." Well, more and more evidence is pointing towards, Joe. We just found uh, one of the presentations that one of the entities that Hunter Biden was getting paid from, uh, this was a Chinese entity, uh, they were using it in the Middle East, ironically, uh, as a uh, paraphernalia to try to uh, solicit business. And it had Hunter on there, and it had a little biography about Hunter, and he said, Through his family and friends, he has access to the federal government in the United States at the highest level. So I don't know who else in Hunter Biden's family worked for the federal government other than his father.
1: Yeah, the uh, senator, then vice president, then president.
4: And you're seeing also on the next (laughs) page a picture of Joe Biden with the the president of of Columbia at the time. So they certainly marketed Joe Biden in uh, trying to justify the significant amounts of money they were getting from our adversaries around the world. And this should worry every American, because it's a matter of whether or not our White House is compromised because of the millions and millions of dollars they've taken from our adversaries in places like Russia, China, and Ukraine.
1: Yeah, in Russia, they call that word kompromat. It means bought and paid for. This from the president who got, you know, uh, $54 million to the Penn Biden Center and millions more to the Biden family. And uh, and then allowed a Chinese spy balloon to depart an island off the coast of China, followed across the ocean, made a quick uh, turn up north across Alaska. Then went into Canada and then managed to do figure eights over our most uh, secretive military bases before departing the country and then shooting it down. Yeah. Some people might consider that a quid pro quo. I, you know, uh, you, you, you decide on your own. Uh, coming up, I do want to get to this uh, uh, Jason Whitlock uh, talking about secession and then being taken down off the air. I noticed that last night. And then I've got a solution instead of secession, if you haven't heard it. Uh, and then we'll get to that Bud Light <laughs> that Bud Light, uh, marketing face plant. That's coming up. Here's a number, guys, if you want to call 800 922 6680. It's The Rob Carson Show.
2: Sleepy Joe. Joe Biden's been asleep for years. This has to be a wake up call and shine a bright spotlight on anything like this behavior anywhere. It's The Rob Carson Show.
1: By the way, this uh, guitar here is a guy named Philip Sace, S-A-Y-C-E, and you haven't heard from him because, you know, he's not big on radio. But uh, for those of you who can appreciate the great guitarists of the past like uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan and Jimi Hendrix, and uh, and also the vocals, uh, Gary Moore, all of the great, uh, Gary Clark Jr., all of that. Uh, Philip Sace is that. Uh, unbelievable. I discovered him on uh, Spotify. Now, I'm going to have, we're going to do, we're going to start doing this. Uh, what I hope to do is extended uh, interviews uh, in the podcast. to so do an hour-long interview with whoever. And it doesn't have to be about politics. It could be with Philip Sace. And that's what I want to do. So just S-A-Y-C-E. Uh, if you enjoyed Jimi Hendrix and Stevie Ray Vaughan and, uh, you know, whoever, uh, blues guitar, rock guitar, Kenny Wayne Shepard, Phillips Ace is going to blow you away. Uh, Okay, so here's what you need to do if you want to uh, answer the Newsmax poll. If the Trump indictment is for real or just politics, and if you still support Trump in 2024, just text the word EVENT to 39747. E-V-E-N-T to 39747. It just takes a second. We'll give you the results. Uh, And, of course, you can tune in to Newsmax. Incredible hosts like Rob Schmidt, Uh, my favorite, by the way, although Salcedo, spectacular. Fenerty in the morning, Jen Pellegrino, Greta Van Susteren. It really is. uh, It's a blessing to be a part of this organization. And Newsmax is really starting to just uh, blow up the world. I mean, just really getting all the guests, getting everybody. Uh, just, just, it's awesome. All right. So event to three, nine, seven, four, seven Oh, by the way, uh, Walmart says it's uh 65% of its stores will be serviced by automation in the next three years. So how's that $15 minimum wage working for you? I just wanted to tell you that I, uh, I said that years ago, remember they used to say 10 for 10, we need $10 of the minimum wage. And then they just said out of nowhere, $15. And then Joe Biden told everybody to stay home and he paid them not to work during COVID and uh, and gave them extended unemployment benefits that got a lot of people more money than they made without it. Like my sister, she manages a J.C. JCPenney and uh, on unemployment and uh, the whatever the yeah, unemployment, she made more. She made like, well, maybe not more, but she made about $48,000 being unemployed. She didn't she wanted to work. Pennies laid her off during COVID. She made like forty-eight, fifty grand for not working. So when people came back to work if, if, and people wanted to get them back to work, everybody had to pay $15 an hour for McDonald's, the whole deal. And look what we got now. Walmart says 65% of its stores are expected to be automated within the next three years, just days after sacking 2,000 employees. Oh, yeah, and then uh, McDonald's, too. Yeah, they just uh, laid off, they're going to be laying off a couple thousand people in their corporate offices and all of that, and uh, there you go. 55% of packages that, uh, that uh, Walmart uh, process through its fulfillment centers will be fully automated by uh, 2026. So there's that. There's that. And then Google is going to cut back on everything, including staplers, including your red swing line stapler that you're very close to. If you've ever seen the movie Office Space, like I have 50 times. Uh, replacement, uh, laptop replacements, not going to happen. So, uh, Google's finance chief, Ruth Porat, has penned a rare company-wide email explaining how the tech company is introducing measures to cut employee services in an effort to reduce expenses. You know things are bad when the tech is getting, you know, cutting, and, and Walmart, Wally World, McDonald's. Come on now. So the company's goal for 2023 is, listen to the gobbledygook here, Ready? To deliver durable savings through improved velocity and efficiency, which means you're going to cut everything. Poor Rod Detield, how uh, Google is cutting back on everything from fitness classes for its employees. <laughs> Any welders got fitness classes out there in the warehouse? Anybody out there? Any farmers got fitness classes? Fishermen? Anybody? Anybody? Uh, anyway, so uh, office basics from staplers. Swingline stapler. Don't take it. And uh, tape while also reducing the frequency of laptop replacements. Uh, and in other things, by the way, the, uh, the masseuses. Apparently, uh, Google has had to lay off 27 masseuses. Uh, who worked for Google in January. The masseuses were on-site massage therapists who provided uh, services to staff as rewards for good work. There you go. Uh, other other than that, uh, they're going to be cutting back on food, fitness, massage, transportation programs all introduced when workers were coming back to office five days a week. And then they said, hey, we're only going to come in two days. And, and if you don't, if we, we're only going to come in two days a week. And so Google is saying, okay, well, you know what? We're going to get rid of your lunch. We're going to get rid of your uh, stapler. We're going to get rid of your laptop. And then if you keep uh, B-wording about everything, we're going to get rid of you. We're going to get rid of you, too. So clearly... Uh, The economy is not as rosy as um, Corinne Jean-Pierre would like to say. Uh, I do want to get to this audio from uh, Jason Wicklock last night about um, the possibility of secession and... I I like Jason Whitlock. I think he's really great. I I enjoy him. I really do. And I understand how, for some of us, uh, the events that, uh, you know, the the persecution of Donald Trump and Republicans can really get to you. Can really get to you. And, And do I think that right and left can get along? No. I don't think we can live together. But Republicans and Democrats can. Yeah, The left, there's nothing you can do about it. Nothing. But secession's not the answer. If you have a suggestion, 800-922-6680, I've got the solution, I think. And I'll share that in a minute, and then we'll get into Bud Light. This is The Rob Carson Show.
2: To all the Brandons out there, we salute you. It's The Rob Carson Show.
1: It is. uh, By the way, if you want to check out the podcast, uh, we're on all the usual platforms, Spotify or uh, Apple uh, Podcasts. If you'd leave a five-star review, that would be uh, great because I only have so many relatives. And you start seeing, you know, my nephew Jason repeatedly. Uh, It doesn't look good for the five-star reviews. So if you would do that, that would be great. Uh, And then also I, I post generally on my Rumble channel the opening monologue to the show just because uh I, I roll tape on it as I'm doing it in real time and I put it up on Rumble unedited usually you know anywhere from however many minutes long 12 14 minutes and uh you just go to Rob Carson show on Rumble so we're all over the place and uh what else oh and and, and my um, I, I just put the uh the TV show uh put it together for this week and it's called Rob Carson's what in the world and uh if you need to laugh uh, really you should check it out cuz it's a uh, Donald Trump says I'm the funniest person on television and I think you would uh I think you'd, you'd, get a, you'd get a guffaw. You might even do a spit take. I'm just saying. So Jason Whitlet, uh, Whitlock said the quiet part out loud. And I'm going to tell you, uh, my father was a Civil War historian. He didn't do it for a living, but he was. And, and uh, I, you know, I followed the uh, Civil War, uh, what happened in the Civil War. I, I used to live about 35, 40 miles south of uh, Gettysburg, and I would go there for solace. Uh, when I was out of work i would i drive up and I'd walk the battlefields, or I'd go to little round top or big round top, or I'd go to the main battlefield or I'd get up and they they've got this beautiful uh, monument. you can go up and stand on top and look out and it's haunting. It's haunting. There's a presence there. It's not just a field there's a there's a presence there. It is a holy place. it is a it is a an you gotta go. You, at some point in your life, you should go to Gettysburg. And Gettysburg is a lovely little town. I desperately miss being that close to Gettysburg. That said, uh, a whole lot of people died during the Civil War. It was the most deadly conflict we've ever been involved in. And I don't want to see us go that way. I don't want to see us go that way. And uh, and I understand. I, I cannot live under the rules of the new mayor of chicago i cannot live in a state that is governed by gavin newsom i cannot live now in the state of maryland there's no way i would move back to maryland i lived there 12 years never because the democrats have a stranglehold on all of those places and so that's why i support a convention of states because right now what they're trying to do is take the bat guano craziness of California and nationalize it. And they've been doing that for years. And they've, to some degree, been successful. you seen the woke bull crap in the military. All right? So Convention of States allows the states to get together, focus on downsizing the federal government, taking power away from the federal government, getting rid of redundancy as far as agencies are concerned, like the DEA. Don't be afraid! Don't be afraid! Oh my God! I won't be able to survive without the government. Yeah, you will. Yeah, you will. Uh, but that's just the way I think we should go with it. But here's a, this is Jason Whitlock last night. He's he was bummed out, you know, thinking about where the country's going. The attacks on Donald Trump. They want to get rid of him. They you know they might go so far as to what, throw him in jail or worse. And so he uh, he brought that to the table last night. And uh, this is what he uh hold I want to let me just uh, this is what he uh, this is what he said. He calling Trump
0: the most righteous person in the world, but anybody looking at this knows that Alvin Bragg and the Democratic and the leftists are are, are lawless. Yeah. They, they don't believe in fair justice, equal uh, treatment under the law. They don't believe they in it. They do that. not. And and so You can't have partnership with them. And then if you go down to verse 17, Paul talks about God's instruction that you got to come out from among them and separate. That's what God instructed. Mm -hmm. And that's where I think we actually are, Tucker, is...
1: Like, for instance, a a university where they are uh, woke and left. I couldn't go to school there. I wouldn't want to send my kids there. So you say,
0: you know, I don't think so. And separate. That's what God instructed. And that's where I think we actually are, Tucker, is these guys are so far removed from the truth, so far removed from any of the values that made this country great. Yes. We can't really have partnership with them. And and my mindset went to secession. That yeah. we have to separate. We have to come out from among them. They're so unrighteous, they're so unclean that you know finding common ground. Is is impossible with people who think men can become women, who who told us, hey, look, we just want two men to be able to get married and Oh,
1: yeah, you know, whatever, and that's and that's
0: fine. But
1: he he, he word he used the word secession and I noticed that uh, they cut away from him and they went to a commercial and Tucker came back, kinda like he did on Tuesday after he did the expose on the fourteen thousand hours or a videotape from the Capitol. Just forgot it even happened. I don't know what happened, I don't know, you, you dispelled a lot of the stuff the first day, and then you, somebody put the heavy on you. Well, last night, apparently, somebody put the heavy on him. And, and, you know, I try to be very careful on this show, because I never espouse violence, I, I never espouse a secession or a civil war, because that's stupid, because uh, I love people. All right? I love people I don't think people should die uh, you know necessarily because they believe whatever you know uh, I, I think that I just can't live with you so like I said I, I believe Convention of states is the way to go uh, if you want to go to convention dot and, and look at it I just think of it right now they've got a 19 or almost 20 states uh, signed up they need 34 and and we can uh, agree to disagree on some things all right I think most people, think that abortion should be ungodly rare and very 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 early. Now I speak as a person who was adopted. I speak as a person who was given up for adoption because my mother was raped. All right? I'm glad to be alive. Can we live together if you believe that about abortion and I I'm more of a uh I'm, I wouldn't say I'm an absolutist on it. Um but certainly very, 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 very rare. And, of course, with rape and incest, duh. Uh, but th- so we can live together, or, or maybe you can even go to a state that allows more abortion. Maybe you can go to Wisconsin and do it. But it preserves the union. It preserves the uh, the federal government. It uh, ushers in a new era of responsibility, of uh, a strong military, strong border, a strong states' rights, and then the states can hash it out. And then California can put a sign up that says, "Come and abort your baby at nine months," or whatever they decide to do, whatever bad guano crazy crap they decide to do. Come to California where you we wear a mask for nothing. We don't even care. Go live there. Go live there. And then watch those states, those Democrat-run states, plummet into economic oblivion and let them learn a lesson on their own. Because right now we're seeing, a, uh, to some degree, a, a, a lot, that separation happen. In California, 500,000 people have left California in the last two years to go to places like Texas and Florida. And Florida and Texas are doing what they need to do. Hey, come here, we don't have an income tax. Hey, come here, we've got lower taxes for businesses. Hey, come here, we don't have stupid CRT and transgender nonsense in schools. And if you want to go to a state like Maryland that uh, has codified uh, child uh, sex surgery and transgender nonsense in schools and CRT, and they're fine with Baltimore schools being some of the worst in the country, then you can go live in, in, in Maryland. But Civil War, no, 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 it's never a good idea. And trust me, I really want to kick the left's ass. I really, really do. I want to, you know, can't guarantee I'd be so uh, peaceful if somebody got in my face with a whistle. You know, at a meeting where I'm trying to talk. If you touch me, it's all over. If you brush up against me, it's all over. But as far as uh, violent interaction, I don't espouse that. I, I, I don't. Uh, let's go to Rob in Essex, Maryland. Rob, welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's going on, my friend? Uh, hey, Rob.
5: I'm yeah. Rob. Hey, yeah. um, that's the first time I've called. Um, I, I just... I'm, I'm lost of words. I didn't expect to be talking to you.
4: <laughs> oh, okay. I
5: just I threw it out there after I heard what you said about Gettysburg because yeah. I, I love going to Gettysburg. I, I help out some disabled veterans. Um, I take them places and things. So I, I took a friend of mine. Are you there? Yeah. yeah. I can hear you. All right. Yeah, I took a friend of mine. He's an older veteran. He's a Vietnam War vet, um, Purple Heart and all. And we went to Gettysburg, and we were on one side of the hill to get what it was, and we looked up and we saw – Two large horses. We see the guys are in outfits. They look like Yankees. They were dark blue. And we looked over and we saw they got about about 400 yards away. And we could only see their upper chest and their head. But we could see the top of the horse's head. And they, so we figured, well, there's a, some kind of a Civil War show or something going Re-enactment, on. Reenactment, yeah. Yeah, we ride, we get to the top of the hill and there's nothing out there except the field. But <laughs> like, oh my God. <laughs> and I looked at him and he looked at me. and said, do we see what? It, yeah. it still freaks us out to this day. It's been over two years, yeah. and when you brought that up, it just brought back. What isn't
1: we it, saw. it, Rob? Isn't it just a? It's a beautiful place. It is a place of solace and peace and prayer. There's no place like it.
5: No, it's, uh, it's not. It, it, it's like it's such. A, it's when you get there, you forget about. You just forget about all the yes, grind of the day and heartache yep. and different things and all this tra- all this bull- bullshit. Excuse yep, yep, me. Yep. Going, going yep. on. With, with, and I live in Baltimore, so I, I and, my, and I have a son that goes to middle school in Baltimore County. It's driving me crazy, but they don't so like me too much at the school. By the way, that's
1: all right. Thanks for the call, bro. Appreciate it. And, and in other places, Arlington. I used to uh, go down to Arlington, and that's where I suggest everybody start their visit to Washington, D.C., go to Arlington, park your car, or take the Metro, then get on a bus and go to uh, the museums. Uh, Arlington, I I can't even count how many times I've been to the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier and witnessed it. It is profound. It's profound. And another place I'd go is the National Cathedral. And I'm a Catholic. It's not a Catholic institution, but it's it's, uh, similar. And I would go to the stations, and I would get there. All these little alcoves with uh, candles, and I would kneel and I'd pray the rosary. Uh, I'm not a hardcore Catholic, but the 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 rosary is profound for me. Um, And uh, you know. this, I got to tell you, I, I, I have this little crucifix right beside me. And this isn't, you know, just about Christianity. This is about belief. Um, I know many of you celebrate Passover. Uh, and I just, I feel like we're in a uh, an awakening. I really do. I really, really do. Um, we have many tribulations to get to uh, enlightenment, as I said. Um, but I think we're going to get there. I think, uh, I think woke, the butt is off the rose on woke. Uh, and I and I think that the butt is off the rose on uh, the government shutting down freedom of speech. I think the butt is off the rose of uh, all of this. I hate the country. I hate uh, faith. I hate this. I want kids to be taught this and that, and parents can't have a uh, say. I really do. I think that we are on the precipice of uh, taking it all back. Let's go to my buddy Chris in Fort Worth. Hello, my friend. What's going on, bud?
6: Rob, my man, my man, this is your your brother here, Chris, and Fortress Fort Worth. And before I get to my point real quick, I want to maybe educate your audience about Fort Worth. Fort Worth is also known as Cowtown, yeah, Stock Road, you know, Rodeo, but it's also known as Panther City. People don't realize that. And, by the way, I am Catman, because so that's okay. my initials, my name, C A right. right. and I identify as a tiger and I'm a man. Okay. <laughs> it's only big cats live here in Fortress Fort Worth. Yes. Yeah, exactly. But uh, let's get to Donald Trump and the conviction, the indictment. Well, it's not conviction. So it'd be an indictment. Will he go to jail? Or Will he not? Will he be able to arrest the president? And, okay, we this is Easter weekend. And let's pray on Sunday, on Friday, today, tomorrow, every day. Mm -hmm. Um, that there was once an innocent man who got crucified. Uh And right now, presently, we see an innocent man being crucified before our eyes. And uh, you see all the characters in the play, but who is Pontius Pilate? I think I know who that is.
1: Who do you think it is?
6: Who's playing the role of Pontius Pilate? George Soros. Oh he yeah. Washed his hands. He washed his hands of uh interesting.
1: That's interesting. interesting. Yeah, and I like I'm
6: that. catman for now on.
1: All right, Catman, whatever. <laughs> Talk to you later. No, you know, and listen, you can't say that Donald Trump is not Jesus Christ. Well, no kidding. I just said that and I mentioned this yesterday on the show. I opened the monologue. Where's my where's my monologue here? Hold on if we can find it. But but this is the, the greatest change in societal history the greatest movements toward peace and good in societal history have come when uh... people who are ungodly in charge um, uh... persecuting the innocent and raising them and, and creating the movement out of that attempt to destroy them and the movement is made stronger you saw this with <clears throat> MLK. You saw it with Gandhi. You saw it with... I could go on and on. Uh, and so there are some similarities. They're unavoidable. But none of us consider, of course, uh, Donald Trump to be the messiah. Let's come back. I want to get to this Bud Light thing. We're going to have some fun with it. Uh, this is the Rob Carson Show.
2: The ss Titanic is going down and there's no room on the door for Democrats. It's the Rob Carson Show.
3: It is
1: The Rob Carson Show. And uh, coming up next hour, we're going to get into uh, Tom Fitton of Judicial Watch suing DHS for records on censorship with big tech. It's going to, this is going to blow up. If it hasn't already, the mainstream media isn't covering it. But if you uh, listen to not yesterday's show, but the day before, Uh, On the podcast, I did an extensive breakdown of this and also the uh, Joe Rogan interview with Michael Schellenberger, who testified before Congress about big tech censorship. But first, let's talk about transgenderism
3: and Bud Light. This is Jim Gossett. When Bud Light goes woke, it's not pretty Uh, When they hire a gal who's a man What's become of Bud Light isn't pretty. But Dylan is. And it's woke. <laughs> Dylan Mulvaney they hired. Uh-huh. Bow, bow. It could cost them a whole lot of dough. Slow jam. Their marketing staff should be fired. They need to go. Need to go. There you go.
1: Go to uh, Jim Gossett on Patreon if you'd like to help out, Jim. P-A-T-R-E-O-N at Jim Gossett Comedy. So, uh, Dylan uh, Mulvaney's been been a man for a year. Dylan Mulvaney is a uh, very, very uh, flamboyant uh, individual and uh, has, um, <clears throat> see, I don't mind uh, drag queens, right? And, and, and I don't care if you want to pretend you're the other gender. That's fine. If you're an adult, cool. Leave it out of schools. Knock this crap off of the gender uh, transition and uh, hormones. That's esque kind of stuff. And, and history will uh, show that whoever was down with that is going to be punished for it. Because it's 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 ungodly, and I mean, in, 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 with but the court of law and by you know the guy upstairs. Uh, that said, for some reason, uh, Bud Light decided to make uh, Dylan Mulvaney a, uh, a feature in their advertising campaign. Now there are a lot of women out there, a lot of athletes, a lot of famous women who are being over uh, uh, passed over. For uh, recognition, uh, presumably this also might uh, mean uh, college scholarships. Might be if you're an athlete, might mean not being able to get on the medal stand because some guy decided that he couldn't uh, compete with men and decided to compete with women. And because the shame is dead, then uh, people are fine getting that. Did you realize? <clears throat> did you know that a lot of people at the Paralympics are are faking the severity of their injuries so they can compete in the Paralympics? That's real. I'll have a story tomorrow. So the, the death of shame means that some people competing in the Paralympics are exaggerating their injuries so they can compete and win in the Paralympics. And now you've got guys who failed competing against men suddenly saying, I'll just compete as a woman, even though I just turned 37 and I've always competed as a man. Well, that's what this is. That's what this is. And, th- by the way, this Dela Mulvaney has also got money from Tampax, Okay? Among other things. Uh, and then Nike and their sports bras. Uh, I don't have time to get to all of it here. We will continue after the top of the hour. But uh, it, it was a big face plant for Bud Light. I'll tell you that. This is the Rob Carson Show. So I was just kind of hanging in the studio watching Newsmax out of my uh, corner of my eye. And uh, John Kirby uh, says that... Uh, Oh, well, you know, maybe we didn't do everything right in Afghanistan with the withdrawal. You know, maybe it wasn't right. No, it was a it was a Charlie Foxtrot, and it crushed the uh, the souls of a lot of people who served there, and a lot of people who uh, survived it, and a lot of Gold Star families who lost their children over there. Uh, you know, honestly, I, uh, somebody's going to have to be accountable for that for Afghanistan for what happened somebody's going to have to pay for that and it's going to be somebody in power it's going to be the person who pulled the uh, trigger on that one and the people who went along with it somebody's going to have to pay for that and unfortunately Americans are already paid with their lives for that idiocy and who the heck knows what's going to happen to the world because of that idiocy somebody's going to have to pay for it uh, and, and I know that it's a, it's a ball in your stomach I know that it never leaves you. If you serve there, if you're a military member, I know that never leaves you. It's always there. Every day you wake up, it's right there. And that it's not being addressed, I can understand, would be maddening for you, considering the sacrifice that we we made there. It's just honestly just ridiculous. I want to share something real quick, apropos of nothing, just something kind of fun. I know that a lot of my Jewish brothers and sisters are uh, taking the week off for Passover, and I want to wish them the very best uh, with their seder and the, the meal. And and I don't understand all of the. The uh, uh, I've been to a couple Jewish weddings, uh, went to a bar mitzvah, but uh, I'm a, I'm a Catholic. Uh, we obviously, you know, the Christians celebrate Easter, and, and I and I think that uh, uh, faith brings us together um, because it means there's not something um, the government's not bigger than us. There's only uh, a creator is bigger than us, and and uh, whatever, anyway. So, but my friend Jay Gilbert, I worked with him in radio in uh, Cincinnati. He's a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant guy. Uh, I've written many song parodies with him, a lot of comedy with him, and he does this really funny thing. I'm putting it up on social media. It does Uncle Jay presents? And this week he's doing a quick, funny take on Passover. From he's a Jewish guy, uh, and I want you to listen to it, and then you can check my social media for the left. But this is for the for, the, uh, for what's left of it. This is just funny. Uh, and it's a it's a way of getting a point across using humor which is what I do too
7: but in this episode our word of the week is Passover that's right it's Passover season again so in the news, they usually show the same stuff: a family having a seder, yeah. a piece of matzah, mm-hmm. and the movie starring this guy, the world's most famous Jew. Charles, it wasn't. Yeah, and most Heston. people, Jewish or not, not Jewish. know the basics of the <laughs> Passover story pretty well. Yeah, Moses came to Pharaoh to free the Jewish slaves from Egypt, yeah. and Pharaoh said no, mm-hmm. and suddenly a bunch of terrible things started to happen. Yeah. The river turned to blood, Ooh. and frogs fell from the sky, and the cable went out, and texting stopped working was no, horrible. When Pharaoh saw that God had decided to pass over the homes of the Jews without uh-huh. shutting off their Wi-Fi, he said, fine, you went, get <laughs> out. The slaves left Egypt in such a hurry that they couldn't bake their bread the right way. Yeah. And Jews have been paying the price for that I'd ever love it. since. I betcha. Today, not all Jews celebrate Passover exactly the same way, although Mm -hmm. they each do it the right way. Just ask them. Most (laughs) Passovers though, do have a lot in common. For instance, there's the Seder, the special ceremonial meal. And in keeping with Jewish tradition, everyone suffers by having to look at all the food without being able to eat it for a long time. First, a special book is read called the (laughs) Haggadah. This tells the... Passover story pretty much all the way through (laughs) there's the plagues and the parting of the Red Sea and God finally blessing the Jews with the land of
1: Israel yeah the
7: only place in the entire Middle East without any oil under it
1: yeah that's true and and also Donald Trump made uh, Jerusalem the capital uh, recognized by the United States
7: now, the Seder has a couple of things that are kind of cool, because you get to do things that you usually get in trouble for. Like for what, Uncle instance, Jay? There's a place where you can stick your finger in your drink what? and let it drip on your plate. What? I'm not making this up. What? The kids also get to ask the four questions. What? Although, in keeping with Jewish tradition, the adults have all the answers. You get to sing a song called Dayenu, which roughly means we are satisfied with what you did. It's about okay. the only time you'll hear your parents say that. Yeah, that's true. When the food finally does happen, some of it is pretty tasty. Uh, some sailors have gefilte fish, oh, yeah. which is kind of like fish spam. Be careful.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
7: And to get back to the matzah, there, there is a way to make it taste a little better. If you put butter and salt on it, it tastes just like butter and salt.
1: There you go. So that is from Uncle Jay. Jay Jay Gilbert presents. I just he just it's, it's brilliant. If I was going to do something about a Catholic, uh, you know, one of the things we do, uh, I would write it in that fashion. Very 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 funny stuff. Very 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 funny stuff. All right, let's move on uh, back to where we were. We we're talking about Dylan Mulvaney. And how? Uh, and I don't know what they were thinking. I don't know what Bud Light was thinking. Why they would uh, they would uh, make a uh, transgendered individual into the uh, spokesperson for Bud Light? But Dylan Mulvaney uh, became a woman about a year ago whatever. Anyway, and, uh, and has been essentially making fun of women ever since. He does these uh, these videos. He talks about which feminine products he should use, even though he doesn't use them. He tells women what feminine products they could use. Uh, he talks to women about makeup tips and all this, even though he's been a woman for uh, one year. And he's an attention WH. Uh, you know, he is. He, that's what he does. He was on uh, he was on uh, Price is Right, and he won a car or something, and he acted like a little t- three-year-old girl. Just looked like a complete and utter buffoon. That's that. Said, he can be a buffoon. I don't care. My my only problem is <clears throat> that he is he's really really making women look like fools uh when you distill what women are into some girly little taking a bubble bath drinking a bud light uh you know whatever uh, it really is stupid it, it just it's it's demeaning it's even worse when when men are allowed to compete with women and destroy them Uh, which is absolutely, and this is another thing, that history is going to catch up, and it's catching up now, then the people who perpetrated this idiocy are going to pay for it. That said, for some reason, woke corporate America is willing to bend over backwards or forwards, depending on what you like. Uh, however you want to identify. Um, uh, for instance, uh, oh, another way. Listen to this. Listen to this. So uh, Nike decided to choose uh, a Dylan uh, Mulvaney as the new face of its women's sports bra. Even though he hasn't been uh, through the transgender procedure yet, he did some facial surgery, all of that. But uh, they decided to make this guy, who has a still has a yeah, 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 uh, into their spokesperson and has him on there wearing a spandex and wearing a sports bra. And uh, this has really ticked off <clears throat> a lot of women. And it should. It, it really should. And I would be thoroughly angry if I were a woman. Uh, and, and women, if you want to sound off on this, 800 Some of the other money this guy's making, Tampax. Uh, Let's see here. Um, uh, Nike Women, Bud Light, Plaza Hotel, MAC, which is cosmetics, Ulta Beauty. All right, Crest, OK Cupid, Urban Decay, Walmart, among others, and this is what this uh, this guy has gotten, uh, and uh, and uh, so uh, it's got a lot of people angry. Bud Light uh, have and this is a headline from the UK Daily Mail have set their loyal fan base on fire after using trans influencer Dylan Mulvaney in the latest campaign. PR experts claim, and Kid Rock agrees. This is what Kid Rock did. Kid Rock went out, took a, a semi-automatic weapon, and shot up a bunch. Bud Light, (laughs) Grandpa is feeling a little frisky today. Yeah, he's a grandpa. Let me uh, say something to all you and be as clear and concise as possible. Yes.
3: Whoa, whoa, whoa! Bud Light and Anheuser Busch.
6: There you go.
7: Terrific
1: day. Now, this isn't about being transphobic. This is about insulting women. And uh, Kid Rock's married to a woman. I'm married to a woman. I had a mother. I know. Do you have a mother? Isn't that weird? Uh, and it is. And it is. And uh, you know Mother's Day's coming up, and a whole deal. And that's what. That's where they really screwed the pooch. It's not that uh, uh, Bud Light uh, uh, drinkers are transphobic. They don't go. Well, I really hate them <clears throat> trans. They could care less. To be quite honest, like do what you do. Go. I don't care. I honestly, I got too much to worry about. I'm over here busy putting in, uh, you know, irrigation systems or, or uh, you know, building high rise buildings or welding or whatever. I don't got time for it. But when you when you force this political nonsense down people's throats, you know, which is almost as bad as drinking a Bud Light, uh, then then people are going to get mad. Gareth Boyd, uh, marketing PR director for Forte Analytica, says that while he can understand where the decision came, it's not the right way to go about it. Says, I really cannot understand their approach for this because their core audience just cannot relate. Cutting your core audience in the hopes you can draw a completely new audience in the, uh, 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 who haven't been exposed before doesn't make sense. I don't think you want to be exposed. Uh, most U.S. families are exposing, uh, exposed to their father drinking the beer or other family members, but has never um, been seen as the cool beer in terms of what they did this year. It was good with the Super Bowl, but now they've uh, come off uh, the back of something really good and lit it on fire. What are they doing there in the Super Bowl? What are they doing in the Super Bowl? Caitlin Wiggins the director of marketing for Liquified Creative, said that uh, they, they would uh, not have advised Bud Light to go with the campaign. They are going to have to say something publicly. Obviously, you're going to, have to get a mix of negative and positive responses. It doesn't matter on the stance. This is the problem. <clears throat> and I mentioned this. We're turning the corner on Woke. We're turning on the, cor- uh, the corner on woke. Now, uh, one of the things about um, uh, American individuals is it's do, you, know, you can do what you do with your life. You can There are some rules, you know, obviously, you've got to obey the law and whatnot. But honestly, it's live and let live. Uh, you know, pursue happiness. Do whatever you can. But don't try to force your happiness down our throats. <clears> throat> That's what this is all about. This is all. A country star, Travis Tritt, dropped Anheuser-Busch beers from his tour. Uh, You know when they do the green room and everything? Yeah. Um, well, apparently, Tred has said that uh, we got to get rid of uh, this. Now, Tred also took aim at uh, partnership between RuPaul's Drag Race and uh, Jack Daniels. Now, I, I don't even care. Uh, as I-, I, was- I was talking about this uh, with my son, he's a great guy, and um, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, transgendered individuals are different than drag queens. Drag queens are characters. They are costumed characters. They are clowns. That's what they are. They are. They are meant to be body. They're uh, meant to uh, Dance, baby karaoke. Uh, they are uh, essentially an extension of theater from ex- uh, William Shakespeare's time. All right, so William Shakespeare's time, women were not allowed on the stage, so men had to play the parts. I know this. I watched Life of Brian last night, <clears throat> and that's what they do in uh, Life of Brian. The, the cast members play women, and it's absurd and it's funny. Drag has grown into something bigger than that. It's it's uh, more body or bigger costumes. All of this, but it's different than transgenderism which is the belief you can change your gender so as far as drag race and the bottle of jack daniels not a very smart move but they're cartoonish characters promoting jack daniels again different than someone who is claiming to be a woman and claiming to know better than women do how to use menstrual products how to use makeup etc that's The difference. All right. Uh, One more thing on this, I'll share after the break. Uh, A lot of people in the LGBT community are fighting back against all of this because it's an overreach and it's hurting the movement. And then I got something out of Canada. They're taking it a step further and they are restricting freedom of speech in ways I've never heard outside of the Soviet Union. That's coming up. This is the Rob Carson Show.
2: If you don't like his opinion, see the First Amendment and get back to us. It's the Rob Carson Show.
1: President Trump's uh, attorney, Joe Takapina, says that the case will fall on its merits before a journey is assigned. This is according to uh, Right Side Broadcasting. So, yeah, you know, who knows? Um, I think for the judge, the judge involved, I said that he's got a couple of choices. He can uh, get rid of the case. Um, and uh, risk never being a part of the social scene in Manhattan again, uh, never be part of the uh, the eighty seven percent Democrat Isle of Manhattan, uh, or he can continue to pursue the case and watch Donald Trump's army get bigger, uh, and his uh, campaign coffers get bigger, and his legend to grow. Because it's not about electing Donald Trump anymore. It's it's uh, it's much more than that. It's about uh, it's about taking back. The country from a leftist uh, precipice. That's what it's really all about. So we will, we will see. We will see. Um, a couple more things here, real quick, on uh, this Bud Light and Dylan Mulvaney thing. Uh, here is something that we put together.
3: Let's tee this up. Bud Light presents. Real men of genius. Real men of genius. Here's to you, <laughs> Mr. soon-to-be-fired marketing executive. Yeah, you hire trans activist Dylan Mulvaney as your spokesperson. You know that she's a man. Your boneheaded move infuriated Bud Light drinkers. Bone-headed. It went over like a job application at a Biden rally. What the hell were you thinking? Man, hey, genius, up, yeah. maybe you should stick to selling beer. Instead of trying to promote your woke politics, your arguments just don't hold water. But those 12-ounce cans do. Here's to you, Mr. Marketing Genius. I wouldn't be surprised if you get the pink slip. It will fit him perfectly. Uh, Now, um, this is what they're doing in Canada.
1: In Canada up there, you know, with that Justin Trudeau, Canadian politician Kristen Wong Tam... Wong Tam. No, I'm not going to go there. Stop it. I know you want to say, you want to put the word number after her last name. (laughs) No. Kristen Wong Tam. Mm-mm. Who, who uses the pseudo-pronouns they and them, of course, proposes legislation to criminalize offensive remarks within 100 meters of a drag queen story hour. Uh, listen listen to this. Listen to this. this. These are the candy owl kids I'm talking about. This is the uh, the, uh, the adult equivalent of, you do what I say, I'm going to hold my breath until I pass out. Uh, but it's worse than that because they're going to use the heavy hand of the law to come down on you for speech they disagree with. Here is uh, this uh, this uh, person, whatever her name is, uh, Wong Wong Wei, no Wong Tam, uh, with her. Uh, Firstly,
8: remarks. it enables the attorney general to create a 2s LGBTQI plus community safety zone to prohibit within a hundred meters of the property any homophobic.
1: Go to uh, literally. What I would do is I'd go 101 meters away. <clears throat> and uh, protest. Absolutely. And then when they come to you, just say, uh, show them the tape measure. I mean, leave the tape measure out there. 101, me- one centimeter over 100 meters.
8: ...phobic, transphobic act of intimidation, threat, offensive threats, offensive remarks, protest disturbance and distribution of hate propaganda within the meaning of the c- uh, criminal code. It also comes with it, a penalty of $25,000 if prosecuted successfully. Wow! Firstly, it enabled- that is uh,
1: that is uh, totalitarianism. That is uh, somebody who hasn't studied history. this is somebody who graduated with a worthless degree, who uh, who considers uh, uh, Joseph Stalin and uh, and uh, Mao Zedong as their uh, idols. That's the kind of person that is. That's a little punk who's been on the planet not a whole lot a lot of time and is telling the rest of uh, you in Canada you can't uh, express yourself. Now there is beginning to be some backlash. You've got Gays Against Groomers, which is uh, wonderful. And, and my heart goes out to the, to the gay community that their movement has been hijacked, their movement that, that was finally ushering in acceptance of their lifestyle, not all of it, but, you know, and, and it's been hijacked, and, uh, and it's a disgrace. Here is a, a new video from someone on, um, on this uh, website. Talking about how the movement has been uh, hijacked. Here it is, and please,
6: please, please, just let kids be kids, okay? If your son likes to put on a dress every now and again, or play with Barbies, or has more girlfriends than boyfriends, or you know, friends that are boys when he's younger, that doesn't make him a girl. Yeah. That doesn't mean he's experiencing gender dysphoria. Yeah. Gender dysphoria is a very, very rare psychological and medical condition what? it is a real thing that can be tested it's not just some sort of um, spiritual thing okay this is something that can be factually confirmed for the most part and
1: and the cure for it isn't uh, mutilative surgery that will leave you as a eunuch the rest of your life
6: if we're telling young kids that are same-sex attracted or that relate, yeah
1: you can you can be gay you can't be the other sex. I, I am a you know, mid-50s guy. I'll never be an NBA player. I never will. Uh, so it's, I'm not going to be uh, identify as a woman to play basketball. Uh, there are some things in your life you're going to have to realize you're not going to be able to do it. All right? If you're born a boy, you will not be a woman. You could dress as a woman. You can, you can have uh, some hormones. You can change your voice. But you're not. And I'm just going to say... For instance, if you think you're a woman and you meet a heterosexual man, that man will never marry you because he's heterosexual, even if you say you're a woman. It's nothing cruel. The same way on the other side, if you're a born a boy and you want to be a girl or, you know, whatever. So it's nonsense. Unfortunately, we're finally getting a grip on it, for lack of a better term.
2: Trump says he's the funniest man on TV. Just wait till he hears him on the radio. It's the Rob Carson Show.
1: This uh, weekend, my show, Rob Carson's What in the World, is on uh, Newsmax, and uh, it's it's uh, <laughs> it's pretty epic, actually. Um, we cover a lot. Of, I'm trying to look at what what exactly we're covering this week because I've got a uh, a ton of things. Uh, obviously, what happened in New York this week with regard to uh, uh, Joe Biden. Uh, let's see. We've got uh, yeah, tr- uh, we've got that. We've got uh, d- uh, Trump in uh, in uh, Mar-a-Lago. We've got uh, all. It's, it's, it's a very funny show. It's a half hour. It's rapid fire. It's uh, it's very funny. If you check out NewsmaxTV.com, you can get all the listings. And if you'd like to take part in the survey we're doing just uh, text the word event to 39747 we're asking americans if the trump indictment is for real or just for politics and uh, also if you support if you support trump still for 2024 or you support somebody else whatever doesn't matter go uh, text the word EVENT to 39747 and then uh, tune in to Newsmax on all major cable systems, streaming TVs, and of course back on uh, DirecTV at 349, 349, are you out of your mind? So that's coming. You know what we need to do? We haven't done this in a little while. I think we need a Who Caught the Stupid update? Yeah. Stupid, stupid,
2: stupid, stupid. People, 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 people. Just play stupid. Stupid is stupid, stupid, does Who caught stupid?
1: Now, uh, the reason why I do the uh, the stupid update is because during COVID, a lot of people did a lot of stupid things because the government told them they had to do it, and then they shut down social media so you couldn't disagree with it. So, like uh, standing six feet away from someone with COVID versus five feet uh, away—five feet is a death sentence; six feet is fine. Yeah, it was stupid. They're shutting down schools and businesses. Oh, pretty stupid. Yeah, all stupid. Wearing a mask, really stupid. I can go on and on. So I came up with the expression, don't catch the stupid. Because once you have the stupid, uh, you're pretty much hosed. And a lot of people caught it. On this one, I'm going to use the theme to Gone with the Wind. You'll understand in a while. Publishers of the American classic novel Gone with the Wind will uh, include a harmful trigger warning. Don't worry, kids. The trigger warning isn't harmful. Yeah, no, it's actually the... the, It'll tell you the scary stuff in the book. Because you're such a snowflake, you can't handle it. So anyway, there's a harmful trigger warning and an introduction that addresses white supremacy. Pan Macmillan, a publishing house based in London, has decided to affix a trigger warning to Margaret Mitchell's 1936 novel. The book uh, takes place in 1861, follows the life of Scarlett O'Hara, the daughter of a southern plantation owner, and her romance with Captain Rhett Butler during the Civil War. The cautionary note at the front of the new edition of the book will warn readers that it contains racist themes that could be hurtful or indeed harmful. No, no, it's a story. Get over yourself, all right? Honestly, go read... I don't even know what the hell you'd be uh, not offended by if you're a snowflake that's offended by this. Uh, I don't even... Read your diary. I don't even know. Gone with the Wind is a novel, I'm quoting, which includes prob- problematic elements, including the romanticism of a shocking era in our history and the horrors of slavery. I just threw in the southern accent for bleeps and giggles. The novel includes the representation of unacceptable practices, racist and stereotypical depictions and troubling themes, characterization, language and inner imagery. New editions of work from Agatha Christie and Ian Fleming have recently been altered to remove potentially offensive passages with racial references, by the way. There you go. Uh, Pan McMillan believes changing the text to reflect today's world would undermine the autism... authenticity of the original so has chosen to leave it in its context but does put the big warning on the front of it there you go so uh honestly if you are that uh, if you are that weak and that lame as a human being that you'd be offended by the words of the book and you need a trigger warning then seriously don't even bother with the book there's no hope stupid, for stupid, you stupid, yeah.
2: people, 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 just play stupid stupid stupid, stupid. stupid, is stupid does Mr. Blue. who
1: got stupid? I just don't have any it's time. stupid to have a good time. I don't have any more time for the stupid, and you shouldn't either, because you know why? Because it's stupid. That's why. Because it's uh, it's stupid. Oh, did you hear who might run for president? For Prezi, as a Democrat. And, uh, you know, uh, would I vote for him as a Democrat? No, because I wouldn't vote for a Democrat. And it's not because I don't like the Democrats, it's just that I choose the Democrat Party because. The Democrat Party, or, or the Republican Party, I, I choose Republican Party, because uh, the Republican Party believes in strong state rights. That's no, racist. No, it's not. No, 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 no. It just allows you to move state to state to find where you want to live and under which governance you'd like to live. So if you want to government with high taxes and stupid crap in schools, then you can move to New York or California or Maryland. Uh, or if you choose not to, you move to Texas. But I know we can already do that. Don't get me wrong. But I also believe in a convention of states to lessen the size of the federal government. Now, if you are for an all-powerful uh, federal government, you're a Democrat. That's what Democrats are. They believe in a strong central government. We, deserve in sta- we, we, we um, believe in states' rights. That's it. That's why I vote Republican. So I, I wouldn't vote Democrat, most probably, because none of the party's values certainly now align to any value of a sane human being, let alone something I would find appealing. So uh, Robert Kennedy Jr. has filed with the Federal Election Commission. He's gonna—he's poised to enter the 2024 presidential race as a Democrat. Yeah, I like him. I think he's a a great guy. I think he's a truth teller. He was one of those people who were completely censored on social media. I literally, my YouTube channel went away when I posted one of his videos that was true. It was about COVID. It was true. And they called it misinformation and they took down my YouTube channel. I can't make any money on YouTube, so I don't even bother posting video on it anymore. So uh, can can uh, Robert Kennedy Jr. be the president? Uh, I don't know why not. What the hell? I don't care. Uh, do I think it's a good idea that he's joined the race? Yeah, absolutely. Because Joe Biden is not going to be the candidate. Uh, he's not going to make it. He's not going to. He we, he. You know, uh, he's not going to be physically or mentally be able to be the uh, run for the president. And and I don't think uh, you know. Sorry, uh, you know, uh, dementia doesn't get better. It doesn't. And, and I'm not meaning to be cruel, because I've, I've seen many relatives like this, and I would never have suggested that my grandmother or my Aunt Blanche run for president in a state of mental decline. It's absurd to think otherwise. So Robert Kennedy Jr. is uh, is uh, filing. He's the nephew of Robert Kennedy Sr., and he uh, he's uh, asking... Uh, help me uh, to decide whether I should run for president. He says, if it looks like I could raise the money and mobilize enough people to win, I'll jump in the uh, race. If I run, my top priority will be to end the corrupt merger between state and corporate power that has ruined our economy. Listen to this. This is Kennedy. This is John Kennedy. This is his dad. This is his return. Could you imagine the Democrat Party returning to John Kennedy? then they would be formidable. They wouldn't have to steal elections this way. They wouldn't have to shut down freedom of speech and everything. They could actually compete in the arena of ideas, but they're not because they're bad quantileftists leftists and leftists and communists and Marxists don't believe in elections. Back to Robert Kennedy Jr. Uh, this uh, uh, this, go- this uh, government has shattered the middle class, polluted our landscapes and waters, poisoned our children, robbed us of our values and freedoms. Together we can restore America's democracy. So Robert Kennedy Jr. could run for president. Now, I want to share this real quick, because this is some of the... uh, uh, Robert Kennedy Jr., he did an interview with Megyn Kelly the other day. And uh, Robert Kennedy Jr. has been completely spot on with regard to COVID and and all of the nonsense we went through. And uh, one of the the things that was uh, shut down, the speech was shut down, was about hydroxychloroquine and, um, and ivermectin. And I took both of them. I had to go to Florida to get them because I chose not to give the vaccine because I had a heart attack when I was 32 because I had strep throat and I threw a blood clot and I cannot, I did not want to take a chance. But ivermectin was perfectly good as a prophylaxis. So was hydroxychloroquine. That's why the instance of of, of COVID in Africa is so low because people in Africa get a, an annual uh, uh Ration, I guess, for lack of a better word, of hydroxychloroquine to prevent malaria. And they found it works really, really well on COVID. Here is Robert Kennedy Jr. talking with uh, Megan Kelly.
0: So he would not
1: have gotten emergency. Tony Fauci's problem. He's talking about Fauci. Is this. There is a
8: little known federal law that says you cannot give an emergency use authorization to a vaccine if there is a medica- any medication approved for any purpose that is shown effective against the target disease. So, if Tony Fauci or anybody had admitted that hydroxychloroquine or ivermectin are effective against COVID, it would have been illegal for them to give the emergency use authorizations That's to the vaccines, and they could never have gotten them approved. And it would have been, you know, a two hundred billion enterprise that would have collapsed.
1: Yeah. Now we know why you couldn't say hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin online and the media wouldn't cover it. Isn't that interesting? It worked for me, by the way. It, it, it did a bang up job. Here's a little more from uh, Robert Kennedy, possibly presidential candidate. Well, the medical
8: community, a lot of it was saying that. I mean, there's 17,000 doctors who have signed a petition and there mm. are you know there are so many peer reviewed publications now that consistently say that but he had to aggressively crusade against it to kind of drown out those reports by saying it's a horse medication yeah. it's you know people are taking it and it's dangerous and
1: it's overdosing like uh, terry bradshaw who's a really nice guy but not terribly smart
8: people and you know well, why did he keep know.
0: saying it why did he, why did he keep saying it after he got his authorization
8: well, one even if you have the emergency use authorization, it is it the law appears to say you can't have it anymore if there's a functioning
1: medication. Yeah, you couldn't even talk about it. I remember that. I remember that because I, I remember when it, when, they, when it first happened. I I, I read about hydroxychloroquine, and uh, it, they were using it on Australia successfully, and there were many many doctors who were using it successfully with ninety percent success, but. Uh, Anthony Fauci shut down the discussion, and for many, many months, people were brought to the hospital. They were told the only thing you could do is wait it out and put you on a respirator. 85% of the time, if you put on a respirator, you die. You die. I had two friends, uh, and they were in their 60s, and they had COVID. They were very sick, and they went to the hospital. And the uh, the people on staff there said, we want to put you on a respirator. And they knew at that time, this is probably May of uh, 2020-ish or so, they knew that, that it would be a death sentence. And they said no. And they both survived. Uh, one more cut from Robert Kennedy. Uh, with regard to the number of lives that could have been saved, according to Robert Kennedy and uh, research, uh, if hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin, I couldn't say this, by the way, a year ago. I'd get shut down. Uh, if it, if they would have been used. Many
8: doctors, including Harvey Reach of Yale, is one of the leading um, biostatisticians, epidemiologists in the in the world. Um, Peter McCulloch, who is the most published uh, doctor in the history of the world in his specialty. Yeah. Um, Pierre Quarry. All, sh- sh- all, sh- all shut down. Um, these doctors who've, who've treated tens of thousands of uh, of COVID patients successfully, they consistently say, and the science supports this, that half a million Americans did not need to
1: die. Yeah. So. The truth is going to come out uh, eventually. I said that it was all nonsense, Um, like in February of 2020. I knew it. I I had to work every day. I went to work uh, at a car dealership. I shook hands. uh, Literally, first probably year of COVID, uh, no masks, no shield, no nothing. One person got COVID in the entire dealership. 300 people worked there. Nobody died. Uh, My daughter, when she went back to school, 2,600 students, staff, faculty there. Nobody died of COVID. Nobody pits behind Walmart. No. Nobody pits behind Target. Uh, It never happened. A lot of people did die of COVID. A lot of people died with COVID. And uh, anyway, I I played that because I think it's important. uh, And and I do think it's important to uh, populate the field uh, with regard to the Democrat primary with anybody but Joe Biden. Um, There you go. Let's take a break. Come back one more break. Uh, Mel, you hold on. You'll be next. This is The Rob Carson Show.
2: There's only one Rob Carson on the radio. Ugh. Oh, thank God. It's the Rob Carson Show.
1: All right, so uh, last call of the day is going to get last call.
6: It's <laughs> last call.
1: Mel in Saratoga Springs, New York. Hello, my friend. How are you today?
9: Last call for alcohol. Hey, yes, no, Rob. Good afternoon, my brother. <laughs> thank you for taking my call. Yes. You know what? Ray Charles could see that what... Uh, these criminals on the left are doing to President Trump. It's all a political hit. It's all, you know, it's, 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 it's election interference. They put this man, tie him up, you know, uh, as far as, bound his hands, bound his mouth, his lips, so he can't talk about nothing in regards to his campaign and what, and what the uh, system is doing to him. Like I said, Ray Charles can see this. Yes,
1: That's exactly. That. Ray Charles and Stevie Wonder could drive to it.
9: Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, it, you know, uh, yeah, you know, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure this out. We're, I know, but... we, are, we are, we are, we are, we are at war. This is, this is a, more or less a cold war against us patriotic Americans uh, against the
1: Marxism. You bet. So and, and you know miles. what? And Mel, and Mel, you know what? All you got to do is say no. And, oh, absolutely. And it's and it's, wor- and walk, and it's it, working.
9: It, hey, hey, if you think you're going to stop me, bring it. Don't say it. Bring it because yeah. me, like 75 million Americans, we've had it up to our earlobes. Don't say yeah. it. Bring it. Goddamn it! Dang it! Because we got it. We we gonna, if we got to fight to to the bitter end. Fight to to fight for what's right. And right. I mean, I don't want to go any
1: further, but you know, yeah, know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Take care. All right. Take, yeah. You bet. You bet. You bet. I I, like you said. I'm going to be. I think convention of states is the way we go. I think uh, uh, we get a convention of states, 34 states, and uh, uh, we uh, uh, reduce the size of the federal government. We stop this incredible spending that's caused our children and and each one of us to owe about 1.2 million dollars, and we stop these uh, uh, endless wars that result in body counts, and then they forget about people. Like, oh, I don't know. We just had the 20th anniversary of the Iraq War. Where the hell were the politicians? For my brothers and sisters who died, for my Generation X and millennial brothers and sisters who died, uh, who signed up after 9-11. These, I mean, honestly, these endless wars, what, what do we get out of it? What, what do we get out of Afghanistan? Uh, and ultimately, what did the government do? They leave you behind. They don't even care. It's like what they did at East Palestine. They do the same thing to patriotic Americans who sign up and pledge their life. And then what do we do? I don't do it. You don't do it. But what does the federal government do? Just forget about it. Honestly, just it's. It, I'm asking you just to be positive, okay? You know, be positive. Uh, you know, things were different on uh, like Tuesday morning after the arraignment or Wednesday, whatever that was. Uh, people were downtrodden they were bummed out jason whitlock's talking about you know secession and all this and tucker carlson saying the world's gonna end and there's gonna be a mushroom cloud and all this and and, and am i serious uh, yeah do i think things are serious oh hell yeah do i think that we should be um nervous very nervous and very concerned about the country yeah do we need to be scared no we don't have a time to be scared we don't have time to be afraid you know, there, there things are going to get to you, you're going to go, gosh, ah, you're going to get frustrated. And you're going to go, well, they're going after Trump again, or they've arrested this, or look, they just did this. You know, we just found out that this stupid uh, Inflation Reduction Act is going to cost way more than we ever thought of, and it's going to be more restrictive and dangerous than we ever dreamed of. Even even uh, Janet Yellen admitted it's going to cost three times what they said it was, and none of it's going to go toward inflation reduction. And I understand you're mad about it, and I understand we're worried about the border. And I understand we're worried about China and Ukraine. We can't be afraid can't be afraid we have to be hopeful and we have to believe that uh that uh the forces of evil they always they always lose otherwise hitler would be the prime minister hitler's nephew would be the prime minister of uh, germany germany right now so uh and then russia the soviet union would still be around there's evil in the world and this is essentially a battle of good versus evil it is a serious battle but we have to go into it with fear and with uh with uh, our hearts buoyed with hope there you go all right that's about it i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and just sort of wrap things up on that come back uh and uh, and wrap up the show and uh, if you if you by the way if you want to write me uh about anything we talked about just write me at carson at newsmax.com and i'll share your uh emails tomorrow on good friday carson at uh, newsmax.com we'll come back and wrap things up in a second this is the rob carson show All right, guys, that's going to do it for the show. Make sure to check out the podcast, Newsmax.com, slash listen for all of the details. Tomorrow it's a good Friday. God bless you guys. I greatly appreciate you joining me. And until tomorrow, do not catch the stupid. See you then.